Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. Hey, everybody. Hey. Episode 35. Ooh. Man, we're it's getting close. November. Show is. We got five more episodes until we are done with season two. What? Crazy. I know, isn't it? Like, how? <laughs> I'm thinking of the Jerry meme. <laughs> we just kept producing episodes and y'all just kept listening. <laughs> just weird how that works. <laughs> <laughs> and we like hearing from you guys. We like when you tell us that uh, different things that we may say or do that you like. I like getting that feedback. Oh my gosh, right. I love when people message me. They're like, you guys are so funny. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Literally the best feeling. It is. More of you should do that. Oh, my goodness. So, Amy, how has your week been? Oh, um, so first of all, my daughter is going to be eight this month. Yeah, she is. And, um, so we have to start thinking about what we're going to do for that. Um, my grandparents are coming over from Florida for, uh, Thanksgiving. My, my daughter and my grandma have the same birthday. And um, living in Indiana, my my grandparents didn't ever want to come up in the winter time because it's too cold. <laughs> it's too cold. Um, but now that I live in New Mexico, they're more than willing to drive all the way from one side of the country to the other to come and <laughs> visit to uh, finally be able to celebrate their birthday together, which I'm super excited about, even though we probably won't really do anything big, but it'll just be really cool to have that whole, like, generational gap thing, like, filled. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited about that. (laughs) That is awesome. Um, Other than that, I am officially a New Mexican. (laughs) <laughs> I went to the um the well they don't call it a BMV or a DMV here it's an MVD and it's You're making my brain hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they like just changed it right before we moved out here. What happened? And Did so... they get their doctorate in motor vehicles? <laughs> I really tried to figure this one out. 
it's just so funny. Like everybody that lives here, they're all like, I got to go to the BMV or the MVD or the whatever the fuck it's called. I don't even fucking know anymore. Like, <laughs> I got to I got to go to the license place. I got to go get my license renewed. That's what I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm officially a New Mexican. I'm no longer a Hoosier. I even have she the the lady at the BMV she even like she let me keep my Indiana license but she hole punched void on it. <laughs> so, In case you were wondering, I'm no longer a Hoosier. I've been voided. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. Um. So, yay! New Mexican! Woohoo! Um. <laughs> also, guys, you can't see it, but, but her new picture for her new life is on point. I look good. She looks good. She was, was on fleek that day. Mm. <laughs> I was feeling myself. <laughs> I put my eyebrows on and everything. <laughs> mm, she said, I got it, sis. <laughs> Don't smile too much. I got you. <laughs> and also, actually, in New Mexico, you're still allowed to smile showing your teeth. So I know. She, I saw that. She, uh, she was like, all right, I need you to stand over here for your picture. And then she looks at me and she's like, take off your mask and your sunglasses. I forgot I had my sunglasses on my head. And I was like, oh, she's like, take off your mask and your glasses. I was like, I don't have glasses. And I was like, oh, wait, there's glasses on my head. (laughs) (laughs) Name one time I was wearing glasses. God. (laughs) I was like, I don't even own glasses. (laughs) Um. But anyway, so she was like, all right, look right here. And New Mexico is one of the very few states left that you can actually smile. So you can smile if you want. (laughs) So I smiled, showed all my pearly whites. Hey, this was a very expensive smile. Okay. like (laughs) Snaps in Z formation. My my parents spent a lot of money on this smile because I had to get braces because my teeth were all sorts of jacked up. And uh, I didn't want to get regular braces. Oh, no. Amy wouldn't just settle for regular braces. No, no. Amy had to have 24 karat gold braces. (laughs) (laughs) So when I smiled, my my smile sparkled. So actually, uh, in high school, my nickname was Sparkles. (laughs) (laughs) I did not give myself that nickname, just saying. (laughs) (laughs) but anyway so i was like yeah i'm smiling and so she takes my picture and then she looks at it and she was like this picture is so much better than the last one talking about my my indiana picture (laughs) (laughs) she's like who even is this lady i don't even know who this lady is (laughs) (laughs) and i was like well, that lady was eight and a half months pregnant with her second child in the middle of June in Indiana and was just fat and bloated and pregnant and miserable. hot and miserable. And <laughs> and I didn't, th- I didn't know that they were going to make me take my picture. So there's that. <laughs> she was Aww. like, well, now you got a pretty picture. And then... In New Mexico, you're allowed to choose how long you want your license good for before you have to renew it. What? Yeah. 
What? Like, she was like, do you want it for four or eight years? And then she was so she was so nice and she was so fun. I've never had more fun with a lady at a BMV before, but she was like, she looks at me, she goes, girl, this picture is so good. This is an eight-year picture. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, shoot, eight years? I'm going to be 40 years old. I'm going to look at that picture and be like, mm, I looked good that day. <laughs> she was like, yep, eight years. <laughs> That's funny. It was awesome. I loved her. She was so good. <clears throat> so that was fun. Um, also, I, <laughs> I was out dashing the other night, and there was a couple of interesting things. Um, first of all, you know how when you're dashing, people are supposed to put their names, but sometimes they have fun and they put in different things. <laughs> you know, like, motherfucker, or fuck you, or <laughs> this ass, or whatever, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so when I was out uh, dashing the other night, I came across one that, it was a Chili's order, and it was for the evil Russian. <laughs> and I pull <laughs> up in... <laughs> <laughs> and so I pull into the Chili's parking lot and the um the to go employee comes out and asks me for the name and I just look at him and I was like it's for the evil Russian. <laughs> <laughs> she just looks at me and she's like for who? <laughs> and I was like I can't make this up. It's for the evil Russian. <laughs> I showed her my 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 phone and she just laughed and she went inside <laughs> and she brought it back out and she's like here evil Russian <laughs> I mean so when you delivered the food were they evil though well you know what's funny is I have delivered to this house multiple times and I'm pretty sure every time it's a different name <laughs> But it's never been, like, something like the evil Russian. It's always been just, like, different names. <laughs> that was funny. But so when I dropped it off, uh, you know, they they have, like, a little table out. Because they order from DoorDash quite often. Because I've delivered to them at least three times this week. <laughs> Damn. Like, I usually deliver to them at least once a week. Sometimes more than that. But anyway. Um... So they have a little table out there and, you know, protocol. I set the food there. I take a picture and it sends it to them. And in the uh, text, I don't usually fill out like the text because uh, it's optional, but I'll always take the picture and that gets sent to them. But I filled out the text. I was like, order for the evil Russian. <laughs> it's now available at the front door. <laughs> That's hilarious. So that was fun. And then after picking up a Chili's order for the evil Russian, I pick up an order for a Burger King order, which I really don't like doing Burger King orders. They are my least favorite. Well, but mostly it's a because. the issue, you know what I mean? Mostly be the, the issue that I have with Burger King is that they don't start making the order until you get there and they check you in. That's, See, that's the, new. They've been doing that the entire time that I've been dashing since February. 
Maybe. Hmm. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. The ones that I was going to in in our capital, they were making the orders. They would just mess them up all the time, or they would forget to check for stuff. And <sighs> yeah, for since I've been dashing since February, every time I go to a Burger King, I have to wait in line. And tell them what order I'm there for, you know, the name of whoever it is. If the lobby is open, you have to go inside, but if not, you go through the drive-thru. Yeah, that's the same either, here. Yeah, either way, they, they don't start making your order until you've checked in. And so that's a slightly annoying thing. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I'll take a Burger King order if it's a good enough payout. <laughs> So this one was a good enough payout, so I went, and um, while I was waiting on them to make the order, something was going on at the uh, gas station next door, like a cop car showed up, pulled over this one car, and then next thing I know, another cop car showed up, and uh, I'm like, what's going on here? You know me. <laughs> right? <laughs> what? I'm like, mm? <laughs> <laughs> So as I'm coming out of um, Burger King with my order, there's this car next to me and there's these two guys in there and they're eating their Burger King. But the the dude in the passenger seat has fucking binoculars. (laughs) What? And what? he's watching, he's watching them <laughs> next door. So I was like, so what's the skinny? What's going on? And, he- <laughs> <laughs> and the dude with the binoculars is like, I don't know. They're letting the guy go. Um, And the other guy, he's like, we're just eating our food. What are you talking about? And I look at him and I'm like, Dude's got a set of fucking binoculars. Don't try and tell me you just eating your food. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked at it and was like, you know, that's kind of genius. I think I need to keep myself a pair of binoculars in the car. <laughs> oh, some shit going down. Mm-hmm. Get my binocular. Get and what I really need to do is get fa- fancy like opera glasses, not just like regular ass binoculars. I do say hmm, <laughs> some tea do doth spilleth over there. <laughs> So when I got home, I was telling my husband about it. You know, well, first of all, I all I said to him once I got like once we got like settled in bed and everything, watching TV, <laughs> I look over at him and I'm like, you know what? We need to buy a pair of binoculars. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, we do. Like thinking that I'm talking about like for like bird watching or <laughs> or like staring at the stars at night or something. And I'm like, and keep them in the van for just in case of when things happen and I can't see from where I am. And he looks at me <laughs> and he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so I explained to him about how the guy had binoculars on him and how I thought that, that was fucking genius, especially since I'm, you know, with my nosy ass. <laughs> You're like, mm. and, and my husband just like gives me this look of almost like utmost disgust. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "You're ridiculous," and I'm like, "What?" Like, I mean, 
we can have a pair of binoculars in the van for me to use, and then we can have another pair of binoculars for actual reasons. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm just keeping my eyes out, just looking. <laughs> <laughs> if I have binoculars, I can look from further away. If I don't have binoculars, I gotta get closer. <laughs> Clearly, binoculars is the way to go. <laughs> What's your problem? (laughs) I know. I'm nosy. I know. (laughs) That's funny. I'm only nosy when it has to do with things like that. You know, like, I'm not really like, okay, hold on. on. (laughs) I'll call myself out. I am nosy. I know I'm nosy. (laughs) All right. But, you know, Wait, hold on. Lady Gaga from A Star is Born. (laughs) Nosy. (laughs) But here's the thing, like, if you tell me that it's none of my business, then I'm not going to pry. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you go to spill, if you go to tell me, I'm going to listen. <laughs> I see the cup is brewing. I'm just wondering if you're willing to share. All right? All right? <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, one more thing really quick. Um, There's this mechanic shop here in town and they crack me the fuck up they have like a a sign that you know like ours when when you need to change it you got to go out with the big long stick and smack the crap out of all the stuff to get it up (laughs) there well they have one of those but they change their signs pretty often and uh they changed it recently they it's now says (laughs) it says pumpkin spice oil changes are back (laughs) No. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I'm like, That's yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. I need to go in there. <laughs> this is how you this is how you target your market demographic right here. Right. <laughs> Every freaking suburban mom ever is like, oh, they do those? <laughs> yes. Pumpkin spice oil? <laughs> Next thing you know, there's going to be some Karens, like, actually upset that there's not really pumpkin spice oil. It's on the sign. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's funny shit. Yes. But, yeah, that's about all I got. What about you, Lexi? I don't don't have um, pumpkin spice oil changes. Oh, darn. I know. Um, I had a a culinary feat over the last week. I made a whole chicken in a crock pot. You, you are we going to talk about what you forgot to take out of the chicken? <laughs> I'm getting there. Hold on, Amy. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Shh, we're get, we're getting there. We're going to relive this together, okay? <laughs> Let's take a walk through time from when uh, Lexi, memory lane. Lexi handled her first whole chicken. By herself as an adult. I guess she it took did. me a while. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing 30. <laughs> Lexi, Lexi lived with me for like a year or two, and I couldn't even tell you how many whole chickens I cooked while she was living Yeah, but with I me. never paid attention. <laughs> but it You were just so like, bing, bam, boom, chicken's done. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, how the fuck fam, did you do that? I, I was ready <laughs> for that food. I'm like the, the Shaquille O'Neal gif, you know? <laughs> like, the shoulder mm-hmm. shimmy. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, good stuff. So, um, first, I picked, I have, I have two different crock pots, okay? I have a small one for small meals. Tell them and then how I have small a, your small one is. It's a 3.5 quart. Yes, it's small. It's a small one, okay? It'd probably <laughs> be good for that chip dip. Um. Anyways, so then I have another one. It's a 5.1 quart. And it's yes, a um, regular size one. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> um, I apparently didn't think it mattered initially because I had already like diced up all the potatoes. I had added all the veggies and I had put the bird in the damn crock pot already. And then only then did I realize maybe, maybe <laughs> this crock maybe pot's not big enough. The 3.5 is too small. <laughs> It was like bubbling over the top of the damn thing, and I still thought maybe if I put the lid on, <laughs> this would all just sort itself out. No, it didn't. I'm stupid. <laughs> I had to completely undo everything I had just done and redo it in the other crock pot. And you guys, I'm on the phone with her this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, like, there you, you go. Put, You're adulting. Like, Lexi, you can't even fit a whole fucking chicken in a 3.5, let alone with veggies. <laughs> I mean, you could without the veggies. Sideways. <laughs> 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 Up and down, I don't know. Oh my gosh. So, I, uh, I, I did everything. I rearranged it all. You know, I added just enough of all the ingredients and I seasoned up the bird and we were going to do it. We were going to have a Cajun chicken with veggie roast. I was excited. And you did. You had And one. we did. And I aced the chicken. But, <laughs> but, couple things. One, I added way too much chicken broth and it boiled over. That happened. Um, I left for you to get. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Oh man, I know. (laughs) So I go to take a drumstick off for Dad because he wants one, right? And all I do is pull out a bone. I'm like, well, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your drumstick. And then as I'm like, okay. I don't know if it's just because that's the way we do things or if it's because I watched way too much Iron Chef and Chopped and any any competitive cooking show, really, let's be real. Um, I even watch them in Korean and I don't know Korean. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I love cooking shows. I know, right? Me too. I can't help myself. I'm just like, yeah. Dice I don't know what potatoes. that is. But that looks amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm always impressed by their walk work. They get that groove going. I know, right? That's it. That's it. That's where I'm just like so in awe. I'm like, dude, I want to do that one day. Anyways, sidetracked. Um, so as I'm trying to get the other drumstick off of this chicken, I notice there's a weird thing poking out next to it. <laughs> I stewed the uh, bag of gizzards <laughs> and livers into... <laughs> The, um, (laughs) the roast. (laughs) So, 
Um, we got extra flavor points that day. <laughs> um, I didn't even know that some bitch was there. I had no idea. I didn't want to put my hand up in this bird if I didn't have to. Uh, you have to. <laughs> Look, I know. Now. <laughs> Amy, I was a little in over my head with the whole bird, but you know what? We managed I made three different meals with it. We ended it with a really good um, chicken salad spread for sandwiches. It's the bomb. <laughs> I even convinced my significant other to try it. It's got apples and grapes and Ooh. walnuts in it. I know Ooh. most people say that, but it's good. I remember when you made it before. <laughs> you were like, Amy, it's good. And I'm like, Lexi, there's apples and grapes in there. <laughs> and like, nuts. You're like, I don't believe none of what you're saying. Look, okay, you're not going to sit here and tell me how your palate is is mature enough to handle pineapple on pizza, but you can't handle grapes and nuts in the same sitting. You like PB&J? You know what? I know. (laughs) I gotta spoil something for you. There may or may not be nuts in peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but creamy peanut butter. <laughs> nah, crunchy for the win, bro. My oldest, she <laughs> likes crunchy. Because but... your oldest is cultured, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You know what's look, funny? She loves sushi, too. Look, Aunt Lexi raised her well. <laughs> oh, okay. Aunt Lexi <laughs> you know, like, did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She got, I inspired her, all right? I'm an inspiration. (laughs) Inspiration. But specifically for crunchy peanut butter, I guess. I don't know. Oh my gosh. (laughs) No, so I I made the whole bird. It was a success. Gizzards and all, even in the bag. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh. I had For a split my second, you were out. like, "Do I throw it away or do I eat this? What? What am I? No, am, uh. no, that never crossed my mind. No, not the gizzards, the whole chicken, because you cooked it with the thing inside. Oh yeah, no, I I was, I was like, man, was that poisonous? <laughs> do chickens have a poison sack? <laughs> Did I stew the poison sack? Oh god, no, no people eat those. Oh, like I know fry, people eat those. Fry them up my or boil my them up aunt or... used to like to love getting the the livers and gizzards from KFC. Yeah. Mm. No, thank you. She mm-hmm. told me one time when I was a little kid that they were like chicken nuggets, and I tried one, and it was not like a chicken nugget. It was disgusting. I remember and I, I will tried. Never forget that. Tried beef, liver, and onions once, and it was disgusting. And I'm anemic, so like liver has like a lot of iron in it and would be very beneficial if I liked it (laughs) but I don't (laughs) it was so gritty and gross and then my uh my uncle said that fried chicken livers is way better than beef liver and I was like well I mean if you're frying it (laughs) but I'm alright does that not defeat the purpose (laughs) (laughs) no thank you 
<laughs> you can raise your iron and your cholesterol in one move. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, so the whole reason behind the whole bird is because this year, for our National Turkey Butt Stuffing Day, <laughs> Lexi got to be the one. Yay. We're doing it here. I have to figure out all of that. And mm-hmm. I have to put my hand in the turkey hole. um well just be forewarned there will be a very long turkey neck in there i know (laughs) that's why i have to yeah i know i think it was last thanksgiving i shared this video of a little boy about my oldest stage on uh social media and he was sticking his hand in the turkey to help his mom (laughs) <laughs> and he pulled the turkey neck out and he thought it was it was he thought it was the turkey's penis. <laughs> and so the whole time he's just like thro- like he's like ga- dry heaving and gagging in his mouth. He's like that's its wiener. That's the turkey's wiener. <laughs> uh, uh, Maybe I should put pull, my oldest up to that. Don't pull the red thing that don't don't pull the poppy out of it. Oh yeah, no I know. <laughs> I've already watched too many videos on how to cook a whole turkey because I've never done it before. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched like a good 15 different videos and different seasoning tactics and you know what? I'm still intimidated. <laughs> That's a whole bird and I'm a little scared about it. <laughs> It'll be all right. Well, let's hope so. Yeah, um, I don't have much to report this week. I have been staying at home. It's not the Rona, but I've had sinus pressure because of the wonderful seasons change over here in Hoosierville. It's, um, it's 80 degrees here. Hey, you shut your whore mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. I've had my windows open for two weeks now. You know what I've had? Sniffles and sinus pressure for the last (laughs) four days. And I'm like, paranoid. You know me. So I'm like, constantly checking for a fever. Yes. I'm like, oh my god, when it's the fever, it's the Rona. (laughs) It can't even be anything else in my brain. It's the Rona. That's all it is. I haven't had a fever. In fact, the only time I get warm is when I take a shower, so. <laughs> <laughs> when I have it on gates of Mordor and I melt my skin. <laughs> yeah, I've been getting a little better at it. It's like a couple feet away from the gates of Mordor now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's that's really all I have to say about this week. Ain't been much happening over here. Hey. <laughs> gearing up for turkey. Turkey. Well, so does that mean it's time for In the News? In the News? Heck hey. yeah, We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. Right, Lexi, what's your news article? (laughs) I hope you're ready for this. I am. Uh, My news article comes from The Guardian, and it's titled, 
no nudes is good news. Oh. <laughs> Customers <laughs> accuse Kraft of sexualizing mac and cheese. <laughs> what? <laughs> A recent campaign urging people to send nudes, spelled N-O-O-D-Z, to nudes. friends found the noodle makers accused of sexualizing processed food. <laughs> I can't make this shit up, Amy. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't. You you <laughs> warned me, and I was not ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm ready now. <laughs> uh, when the craft company responsible for America's favorite mac and cheese set up a promotion asking people to send nudes, they <laughs> thought customers might see the funny side of their pun. <laughs> I do. Right. Instead, their Instagram was quickly flooded by parents lamenting the company for sexualizing mac and cheese. How dare you, Kraft? You perverts. Do you speak to your mother company with that mouth? I don't I, I don't know if that's how that works. That's funny. The promotion encouraged adults to send their loved ones boxes of Kraft's mac and cheese noodles. In a broadcast since removed from the internet. Send nudes! <laughs> oh my gosh. Send nudes to all your friends and family. <laughs> I can't. Um, sorry, I'm going to restart that sentence. Uh, in a broadcast since removed from the internet, Saturday Night Live's Vanessa Bayer says to, says to camera, In these strange times, people are in need of extra comfort. That's why it's always a nice gesture to send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, I'm not advocating you send nudes to anyone. Send nudes, not nudes. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Y'all can imagine the different spelling, okay? Okay, I'm not going to spell it out every time. Mm. <laughs> but outraged customers have complained that Kraft is a family company and have even suggested that the advert is a gateway to children actually sending nudes. Oh, One Jesus. customer told BuzzFeed's Tanya Shin that the post grooms children into believing it's okay and even funny to send nudes. No, no the fuck it's not. It was a joke. Send noodles. It's a joke, not a dick. Don't take it so hard. Right? I was going <laughs> to say don't choke on it, but... <laughs> Horrible. Never buying craft again, another wrote in response to the promotion. If you're going to use children in your advertising, then you should never have advertisements like your nudes commercial, wrote another. Things escalated quickly. Soon some posters were using the campaign to spread the baseless <laughs> conspiracy theory. <laughs> says, we're all trying to save our kids from you grooming monsters. Take down your nudes campaign, an angry customer wrote. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. The response that ensued was enough to actually cause Kraft to halt the campaign, remove content related to the promotion, and apologize publicly. For National Noodle Day last Tuesday. This National is Nudes Day. <clears throat> yep. We encouraged adults to send free noodles to loved ones to provide comfort and make them smile. 
The social promotion resulted in 20,000 consumers across the country receiving boxes of America's favorite Kraft mac and cheese. We sincerely appreciate and hear all of your feedback. The content will be removed from our channels, it said in a statement in it, sorry, in a statement to its Instagram. Like, come on. <laughs> the whole thing, the, the whole time, because I remember the promotion, <clears throat> this was mid-October, for the record. That whole promotion, they said in, like, the popped-up text would appear when she was saying it. Like, what? it was clear. I didn't Nudes. see any of this. Oh, well, I only <laughs> saw it a couple of times on Facebook, but, yeah. Um, it was send nudes, N-O-O-D-Z. Right, nudes. Why would you, yeah. <laughs> it's not slang, it's not code, it's noodles. Right, one of if my... If it was Im slang, then my Instagram is very dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of ramen pictures. <laughs> one of Can't my, help uh... Employees from the um, movie store, she would make fun of how much I would eat ramen, and uh, she she called them my nudes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "What are you eating? Your nudes?" And I'm like, "Yep, all the nudes." <laughs> all of them. Oh my gosh, that's silly. I'm glad they didn't like apologize. They just took it down and clarified what their actual meaning was. Right. And then took it down so nobody else could keep warping it. Look, here's the thing. <clears throat> Obviously, we are all very worried about our children and, and trying to protect them and keep them from grooming and stuff. But that doesn't mean that you don't <clears throat> need to have a sense of humor, too. Like, you can't be... It, it must be exhausting to just be so serious all the time. Right. Just taking everything as a problem at every step. That can't... Come on. Come on. <laughs> like, there are people that legitimately are always, like, just taking situations and warping them into something that they're not. And I'm just like, y'all, I just I just can't keep up with you. You guys are exhausting. I just can't spend my time be being offended all the time. <laughs> now, there are things that, like, are... are at a base level, you can tell. That's wrong. That is right. wrong. Right. And then there's things like this, where you are just Creating warping it to... Something. Yeah, you are making it fit whatever context or agenda you want. It's not factual. It's baseless. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I thought we could get a chuckle out of the nudes versus nudes issues <laughs> of the world. Send nudes, not nudes. You know, you know, send nudes. Not nudes, but nudes. All the nudes. Yep. Send nudes, not nudes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, Amy, what's your article this week? My news article is called Mick Broken. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> In the middle of a contentious ooh that's a that's a word Con in the middle of a contentious year with Americans more divided than ever by social issues and party lines it's very likely we can all still agree on one universal truth it really stinks when the ice cream machine at McDonald's is broken agreed <laughs> fucking amen <laughs> mm. 
Been letting no me down one... since 93. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing this, software engineer Rashik Zahid24 has developed a resource for tracking and identifying McDonald's locations with non-functioning ice cream machines. <laughs> Undoubtedly, an invaluable resource for anyone who prefers not to waste precious time in the pursuit of their sundaes or cones. That's that's really ingenious, though. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Zahid's resulting website, McBroken, can now identify which of America's McDonald's locations have the capacity to serve ice cream pretty much all the time. And you know what? It works. I actually used it before I uh, decided to read this article. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, there must be something that can be done about this, Zahid told The Verge uh, when he was first coming up with the idea, which was sparked following a disappointing trip to a German McDonald's. Oh, Fres- he was let <laughs> down for the last time. He He's said, like, Fuck no y'all, more. This is never happening to me again. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> Frustrated, Zahid began playing around with the McDonald's app to see if the app itself would alert customers as to whether ice cream was unavailable at certain locations, and it did. <laughs> He then set out to visit McDonald's locations across Berlin in person to confirm what he learned through the app, and everything seemed to check out. Soon after, he managed to reverse engineer the McDonald's app to automatically feed him the information before turning it loose on every McDonald's location in the U.S., where the ice cream machines have long frustrated customers and employees alike. Oh, man. (laughs) As of Thursday, Zahid was currently placing an order worth $18,752 every minute at every McDonald's in the U.S. to figure out which locations have a broken ice cream machine. The info was then shared with the public at McBroken. He later clarified that his process doesn't involve sending the orders to be fulfilled. He only puts them in a cart so that no ice cream is being made or wasted. That's cool. As of Friday afternoon, McBroken counts that around 9.3% of all McDonald's ice cream machines are (laughs) non-functioning nationwide. Oh my god. So 10% of them are down. I feel like that number's dramatically low. (laughs) With Seattle and New York City having the largest percentage of broken machines, around 20% each. That that I can believe. (laughs) Users can also move the site's interactive map over their local area to find out if their preferred McDonald's has the capacity to serve ice cream. Green dots indicate a functioning machine, red dots indicate non-functioning. Zahid told The Verge that his site already crashed once due to heavy traffic from interested users, and it turns out that one of those users was David Tovar, the vice president of U.S. communications for McDonald's. (laughs) Oh. That's impressive. (laughs) Enough to impress him. In an emailed response to Fox News, McDonald's said it was exciting to see customer passion translate into customer-innovated solutions. The restaurant chain further confirmed that the company was working on making its ice cream more available for customers. 
<laughs> they said, oh, we got called the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's always aims to provide a restaurant experience that our customers expect, and it is exciting to see customer passion translate into customer innovated solutions to further make that experience a reality, reads a statement shared by McDonald's USA. We're committed to making sweet treats from our dessert menu available at all of our restaurants and are regular, regularly working with our franchisees and suppliers on improving and enhancing the restaurant experience so that customers can continue to enjoy McDonald's food where and when they want it. That was their official response. I just think it's funny, like, before you just kind of found out, but now this guy, like, called them the fuck out and made a whole app, and so McDonald's <laughs> is like, shit. All right. Shit. <laughs> fuck, it can't be real. Visits four of their own actual stores. Shit. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, oh, uh, you, you just go to mcbroken.com, and literally you can just find your, uh, your local area and it'll tell you which ones are up and which ones aren't and i know because i used it like i said i i seen if it actually worked before i decided to read the news article on pod <laughs> it works <laughs> that's awesome you're welcome everybody check it out broken.com <laughs> get them sundays or don't <laughs> but at least you know you aren't wasting your time <laughs> <laughs> So uh, my my brother-in-law actually worked at a McDonald's and he said that the reason that they do that, they're not actually broken. They get froze up. Yep. They get overworked. Yeah. So they literally have to defrost them. So it takes like at least 24 hours for them to fully defrost for the, and then you have to refreeze back up to the right temperature. So that's why they're just always broken. <laughs> <laughs> they need a new model, huh? Yes. So, is it tea time, Lexi? Tea time. Clink. All right. My first story. Customer threatens to sue me because he decided to jump a turnstile. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> All right. Quick backstory. When I was just out of high school, I worked in a small liquor store in a high-risk area. Other than the pay, the job was pretty good and the manager loved me. He took my side on basically anything because I was usually right and he had a policy that if customers are being a problem, boot them. Yeah, I like his thinking. Yup. <laughs> Alright, so... It's a cold winter's night, and we're about to lock up. I'm mopping the floors while my coworker is closing out her till, and here they come. <sighs> so our cast is me, my coworker, and these two, quote, valued customers, C1 and C2. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm putting my mop away... Coworker tells me I should come watch this on the security camera. There's two guys running at the store full sprint trying to make it before we lock up in five minutes. <laughs> Gotta get to the liquor store. Ah! 
Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) My rule is simple. If you get in the door before I lock them, I'll serve you. But if you take longer than 10 minutes after close, I'll ask you to leave with no purchase because it's after 1 a.m. and I want to go home and get some sleep. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Right? I mean... Feel that. All of that. Exactly. Like, if you're going to make it in before we close... I'll help you, but don't be taking your time lollygagging around because my fucking time doesn't matter because it does. (laughs) So C1 comes barreling into the store and instead of walking in line like a normal person, he decides to try and jump the turnstile at the entrance to stop shoplifters from trying to run out of the front door. And lo and behold, he runs past the wet floor sign directly in front of the turnstile. He slips and only makes it halfway and collides directly with the arm of the turnstile, tip to tip. (laughs) (laughs) His buddy helps pick him up laughing at him and they start browsing. Coworker goes outside and locks the doors and finishes... Finishes up closing until my till is the only thing left to do. Lo and behold, their 10 minutes are up and they haven't made a single choice yet. I pipe up and say, hey, you guys, the store closed 10 minutes ago and I need you to pick whatever you want now or leave. Well, C1 takes offense to me telling him that he has to leave the closed store and replies, You know, I got hurt on your property, so I can take however long I'd like, and you should be giving me everything I want for at least half off, if not free, unless you want me to sue you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Why is it always straight to suing? Do you guys... Do y'all understand how slow legal processes can take? Like, go ahead and sue. I'll see you in ten fucking years. What the fuck? <laughs> um, excuse you, sir. You came barreling into my store. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. That shit's so funny. All right. So, him and C2 started laughing and walking around and joking about what they should help themselves to. Coworker looks at them like they are idiots and tells them they can get the hell out of the store right now or she will call the police and have them removed. Well, once again, C1 and C2 don't like being told what to do and walk up to the counter snickering and ask how we would like to... Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Well, once again, C1 and C2 don't like being told what to do and walk up to the counter snickering and ask how we would like going to court. I look at them tired and tell them right now they have two choices. One, they buy something and leave now or we call the police because a co-worker already has the phone all ready to go and we don't care if they sue us because we don't own the store and his injury was self-inflicted. He ignored the wet floor sign and tried to jump the turnstile when he could just walk through. C1 says, well, can I at least get a discount? C2 at this point realizes (laughs) that we are pissed and he grabs the closest 12 pack and says, all right, we'll get this and leave. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, Jesus fucking Christ, you came barreling into my store and you're going to try and tell me you got wounded on my property so you're going to sue me? First of all, this isn't my property. I just work here, boo. (laughs) (laughs) You can't sue me for shit. Second of all, it's just going to be a waste of your time and money (laughs) because you're not going to (laughs) win. And if you do, I'm going to be garnished at a whopping rate of 50 cents a month. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's about all I can spare for you right now <laughs> in these trying times. <laughs> On the year 2020, this of our Lord and Savior. <laughs> this our pandemic year 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. All right. So you're ready for my first story, Amy? Sure am. So this story is titled Fart Theory. It's called what? Fart theory. All right, that's what I thought you said. I was just making sure. (laughs) All right, we're on the same page now. Yep. All right, I work night audit shift. Another front desk story. You ready? (laughs) Fart. Fart theory. Fart theory. I got a guest complaint saying the whole floor had a smell. So I asked her to describe it, and she paused before saying, uh, like sewage? (laughs) (laughs) not good so i go up and sure enough the whole floor had a slight odor of a big bad fart yeah i went to the floor below and could smell the same shit so i started checking vacant rooms to see if i could smell it in the rooms sure enough some of them had the odor uh some worse than others So I moved the guest into an uncontaminated area before further investigation. I pinpointed that there were specific rooms affected um, that shared the same central air unit. I had to wait it out for like two hours and then got no further complaints and went up to check again. No odor in any of the rooms or halls anymore. So my theory is one of two things. Either something is going awry with the ventilation... Or, someone took such a mad shit that it affected a quarter of the fucking hotel. <laughs> or both. <laughs> or both. <laughs> I know it was short and gross, but it was funny. Because, <laughs> oh, could you imagine a quarter of the hotel? <laughs> Man. <laughs> I just thought of freaking family guy. When he's like, Lois, do we have anything important to do tomorrow? And she's like, no. And he pulls out an Indian food menu and he goes, time to order some tikka masala. Because, <laughs> man, sometimes <laughs> that masala hits different, you know? <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, Amy, what's your second story? <laughs> This one is called One of the Best Responses to a Customer Complaint I Have Ever Seen. A customer placed a $500 deposit using their credit card to start the process on an order. The customer then canceled the order a few days later and was well within the cooling down period. The order was canceled and the money was refunded to the card. This all happened within the same week back in December of 2019. 
the salesperson in question is one of our most successful sales sales people and last year almost made $200,000 in total compensation. Truth be told, until recently, no one had paid any attention to this particular transaction. The sales manager at the start of October sent out a marketing email to all his past customers sharing some news in an, ex- in an attempt to generate some business. The customer from December of 2019 said he didn't want to do business with him, requested to be removed from the mailing list, and accused the salesperson of stealing $500. <laughs> The salesperson checked the order, ensured the money was refunded as it should have been, even going out of his way to check with accounting who did confirm the refund was issued with no serious delay or issue. The salesperson advised the customer of this, to which the customer accused the salesperson of stealing his $500. The salesperson provided the customer with his manager's contact details and told the customer if he feels that strongly that he stole from him, he should report him. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be making these accusations, you might as well be reporting them. <laughs> if you really think that I stole $500 from you, then please tell my manager. Right? <laughs> I dare you. No, I'm just <laughs> the customer did end up filing a complaint with us. We investigated the complaint. We determined that indeed everything has been done by the book and that the credit card used was actually a card in the customer's name. Basically, no funny business took place. We, however, did invite the customer to provide bank statements if he feels like we didn't refund the money. And if we can't see the refund, we will send him a $500 check. Generally, when we do this, the customer goes back, sees that we did indeed refund the money, and they didn't notice it. Not them, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Nay, nay. (laughs) Wouldn't be writing this story if it it all just went off in a merely way. (laughs) If it didn't hit the fan, come on. It's the (laughs) T. The customer rejected our response and demanded that he be compensated and threatened legal action over $500. It was escalated all the way to our regional VP who reviewed the details and came to the same conclusion. So the VP wrote this email. (laughs) Dear customer, it has come to my attention that you have accused person X of stealing $500 from you. You used your own credit card to place the $500 deposit and canceled within the grace period, which means you received a full refund. We have checked our accounting and everything appears to suggest that this is exactly what happened. We have invited you to provide evidence if you disagree with this statement and even went so far as to say if you can prove the money was never returned to you, we would mail you a check in the amount of $500. You have failed to provide any evidence supporting your claims. Also, Mr. Salesperson is one of the most successful sales professionals in our organization and has over a 15-year track record of proven success. Damn. Mr. Salesperson has one of our highest customer satisfaction ratings in our organization by a substantial margin. 
in addition to it is impossible for our salespeople to steal customer deposits. Our, sim our system simply does not allow for that. The fact that you have accused him of stealing your deposit with no evidence to back up your claim is disturbing. In response to this, you have decided to threaten us with a lawsuit. I have spoken to our lawyers, and they have advised me if you wish to pursue legal action, you should have your attorney contact them. <laughs> Burn! The contact details <laughs> are below. Furthermore, I have made the decision to blacklist you from ever being a customer of ours again. Please note, any responses to this email will be forwarded to our attorney. I wish you all the best. <laughs> Damn, that wasn't just a burn. That was like extra crispy. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Look at that. A good That's company. that put it on the grill and forget to pick it up shit. <laughs> I throw it down on the grill. You got to pick it back up too. <laughs> extra crispy. <laughs> They said, any further email. <laughs> you can't even say bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's fantastic. I hate when people do that, though. Like, they don't even want to fact check anything. They just want to baselessly accuse people of shit. Right. You're the reason I have no money. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure it's not you? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, I have a similar vibe to my next story, Amy. Hey. <laughs> my second story is titled, Want Me to Call the Cops? Yeah. Already. Do it. <laughs> so a bit of backstory. I've been working as bar security, aka a bouncer, at the <laughs> same bar for about three years. If you ever want to know what it's like to be a bouncer... Think daycare, but at night. And instead of small children, it's adults who and revert to children when intoxicated <laughs> or even when not intoxicated. <laughs> Anywho, this night is much like any other night. There's a popular local band playing, so we've got a decent crowd going. The team is keeping their eyes open for anyone passed out, being belligerent, doing drugs, the works. Aw, no drugs. No fun. Apparently not. They don't. They don't. They don't rock and roll party like they used to. You know. <laughs> I remember. No, I'm just kidding. It's I was not 1999 <laughs> no more. <laughs> I was thinking more like the 80s, but like I said, I wouldn't actually know because I wasn't even alive yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm standing by the door to the bar area of the building. The way this place works is it's basically. Um, cut in half with one half being a pool hall and the other a bar slash entertainment area, separated by a wall with a door on either end. I stand by this door a lot because I can easily keep track of both rooms at the same time without needing to really walk all around the place. So there's a gentleman sitting near the door where I'm at, and there's a couple sitting at the bar across the way. The female is well known for acting out when she's drunk. From what we could see on the cameras inside, she walks on over to the gentleman by the door and starts trying to flirt with him. This guy has come into the bar for years and has never, or sorry, and never has he raised a hand to anyone for any reason. 
He's a professionally trained boxer, doesn't really drink, and doesn't generally close out the bars. I don't know what that means. Uh, he rejects... <laughs> so he rejects her advances, and she becomes noticeably upset. She proceeds to run over to her man and tell him that this guy had disrespected her and called her names. Probably the, forgot to tell him the part where she was trying to hit on get him. Get all up on that? <laughs> Neglected to say that part. Wait, what does Cool and the Gang say? They say, get down on it. Yeah, she was trying to get down on it. <laughs> Come on and get down. Sorry. Get down on it. <laughs> get down on it. Diddly, diddly, get You're welcome. Down. Sorry, I was jamming this morning, okay? <laughs> Anyways. um, The gentleman ushers her man over and kindly asks him to make this woman leave him alone. Before the conversation starts, though, the husband grabs this guy by the collar and starts driving him towards the wall. Oh. <laughs> well, chaos ensues, as they didn't realize that he came with his 20 or so friends. He throws a couple of jabs at the husband and the woman because she decided she wanted in this brawl. <laughs> well, the dude punches her so hard he literally folds her bottom row of teeth back into her mouth. Ooh. Yikes. This all happens in the span of about 10 seconds or so, and the security team jumps in and gets everyone separated. The husband and wife get taken outside, but we haven't called the cops because generally that's a last resort. So we're outside. This lady is bleeding from her mouth, and the and husband she's probably is insisting to call the cops because he hit her. Right? Uh, and the husband is visibly angry. She keeps asking me to call the cops, but I keep telling her that's a bad idea considering the husband put his hands on the guy first, but she's not having it. Mm -hmm. So, I call the police. All right. We'll just do <laughs> everything that you want to do. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it your way. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's do it the stupid way. <laughs> I can't describe how difficult it was not to laugh in this lady's face as she witnessed the cops put her husband in handcuffs and not the guy who punched her. <laughs> she said something that I'll never forget, and I wish I had it on recording. This is why we don't call the fucking cops. I very nonchalantly reminded her that it was her idea to call the cops <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> this is why we don't call the cops. Bitch, you told me to. <laughs> so, I hadn't seen them again until about a year later. She had to get her whole bottom row of front teeth pretty much fixed and still hasn't changed in the slightest. <laughs> what a night. <laughs> they never do. They never change. So, we're going to give you guys one little extra story today just because it's freaking hilarious, but it's small. We're feeling extra giving. It's extra tea. Um, this one is called Broken Whisk. Oh. <laughs> I work at the customer service desk for a UK retailer. Today, I had a customer come to the desk to return an electric hand mixer slash whisk that wasn't working. He had already gone and picked up another one to exchange for the broken one. I asked him what's wrong with the mixer and he tells me that it doesn't turn on and asked me to check the new one with him to make sure 
that one would work before he takes it home with him. I turn around to check the mixer and he has it and he has taken it out of the box and is pressing the power button, getting very annoyed that this one doesn't work as well. He's returned five <laughs> of these mixers now because none of them turn on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I listen to him and then I say, you, you know that they need plugged in, right? <laughs> At oh which point gosh. he starts telling me, He's so glad that I was here, and no, he didn't realize you needed to plug them in. <laughs> what do you think the cord is for? <laughs> when his like it's optional. <laughs> Where do you put the batteries in? Then does it just generate its own electricity? Because that'd be cool. I mean, we're not quite they there do yet. Make battery operated hand mixers, but you have to yeah, put batteries in them, right? <laughs> anyway, so. When his wife returns from the toilet, he tells her that they need to be plugged in. And you know what she says? She says, that's ridiculous. Why do they need plugged in? <laughs> These customers were probably around 65 years old, and surely they must be familiar with a plug. The mixer has a plug hanging from it. What do they think that that was for? <laughs> See? Yep. Same. <laughs> Same. It's a, it's a pull starter. <laughs> like you gotta like yank on it like a Can you imagine mower. they just rip it right out of there? <laughs> like yank. Oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> no fucking shit, Sherlock. We need to put gas in it. Does it need gas? <laughs> Maybe it's a water start engine. Let's put it in the sink, see what goes. Oh what my god. <laughs> Fuck. It's not turning on. Well, you haven't plugged it in yet. <laughs> Who let them return it five times? Uh, but, you know, probably people that were just like, what the fuck ever? I don't even fucking care. Probably didn't even ask him, why is it not working? <laughs> Valid points. Probably didn't ask yeah. any questions. They were like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get paid enough to fucking care. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Alright, so does that mean it's time for the... Dims, dim dims, dim dims, dim dims, dim dims. <laughs> so, Amy. Lexi. We have a three-way tie in first place this week. Yes, we actually have enough for it to actually make sense for you to say that it's a three-way tie. <laughs> well, I'm still going to say two-way tie when it's <laughs> applicable, Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just helping people understand just how many tieways there are. <laughs> Two of them. Two of them. <laughs> oh, goodness. Look, you came to me with this one for a podcast. <laughs> I know you're really thinking that, that the word might be spelled wrong a bit, but no regrets. <laughs> we made it this far, BB. No regrets at all. <laughs> What? I'm saying it wrong? No, oh. I'm not. <laughs> no rag rats. <laughs> no rag rats. <laughs> oh, that's not even a, a single letter? <laughs> <laughs> not even one. <laughs> All right. So who we got in first place? You want to go back and forth on these? Sure. On this three-way tie? <laughs> <laughs> we got Fort Worth, Texas. They've made their way back up to the top. 
Welcome back, y'all. Hey. And then we got Tezistan Jalisco. Y'all are just moving up and up and up, and we love you. And we also got Austin, Texas. Hey. Woo. Keeping it up. We love y'all, too. I've been to so Texas then, once. <laughs> I I lived there for three years. <laughs> it was cool. There's a lot of stuff you can see around that the the DFW area. Yeah, I uh, like their zoo is lit. Oh my I god! Bet it is. Fuck. I went down oh. to uh, Rockport, Texas, um, the year of the Ebola. Remember all of that? Yeah, and that was when they were keeping like the. Like all of the Ebola was in Texas, <laughs> and I was going to Texas. My uh, my oldest was a year and a half, and um, it was so funny because we were driving from Indiana to Texas, and we literally made it into Texas, and we stayed the night at one of my husband's friend's house. And the next day, I woke up and I had like a scratchy throat and a slightly runny nose, and I was like, "I'm gonna get Ebola." <laughs> <laughs> I'm in oh Texas, and it's Ebola. <laughs> uh, that I ended was up, scary it, was, stuff. it was just like from change of climate, you know, allergies and such. I was fine, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically fine, you know. <laughs> oh, man. That stuff, though, really scares you. Like, um, when I was pregnant with my youngest, the Zika virus was a big thing. And they were like, oh, yes. it's going straight for preggers. Yeah, I remember. All the pregnant women. And I'm like, <laughs> I remember I'm we went pregnant to the, women. <laughs> we went to the drive-in. And you were pregnant, very, very pregnant, and you were super paranoid. You were like, I need bug spray. Oh my god, I like used half a can on myself. <laughs> You're Girl, like, mm -hmm. I, was, I was more at risk from that fucking off than I was from the Zika virus. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah! All right, all right. Side check. Getting back to it, yeah. We okay. digress. We digress. <laughs> So in second place this week, we've got Manhattan, New York. Yay! Still hanging in there. And in and then, third place, we got Dallas, Texas. Look at all this Texas. I know. Hey, Lone Star State, what up with it, huh? They're my neighbors. <laughs> hey, neighbor. I do all miss my, it down there. All my neighbor friends. You want to talk about nice weather. I did enjoy it when it wasn't hurricane season. <laughs> <laughs> I know we weren't like on the Gulf or nothing, but man, th those rains were still rainy, you know? Yeah. Well, when we went down to Rockport, that is the Gulf. And uh, that was my, my husband's grandparents' house. And that, that hurricane went through there just a couple of years ago. And it uh, took their house with it. Because they were literally, oh. like, right on the beach. And what really freaking sucks was just, like, a year before that, they had just lost all of their uh, their whole house from here in New Mexico from the um, the Little Bear fire. Like, <laughs> they literally lost Dang, one they're house. they're just, like, magnets for natural disasters. Shit. Yeah, yeah. 
They still Watch out for live them in tornado season. <laughs> Fuck. No, they still live down in Rockport. They just don't <laughs> live right on the beach anymore. <laughs> I I can't say I blame them. Not even a little. <laughs> All right. So then last but certainly not least, in fourth place this week, we've got San Jose, California. Woo woo. Oh man, we love y'all. Yes, we do. Killing it. Love you. Keep it up. Keep telling your friends. Keep sending us your stories. Like, we love this. This is my favorite job. <laughs> if you if you write reviews for either on our Facebook or our um, Apple podcast, we'll read them on pod. Only the good sure ones. Sure will. You know. <laughs> Only the good ones. You understand. You want to find the other tea, go look for yourself. <laughs> All right. So, Lexi, you got our sign-off quote this week. I do. You're going to like this one. It's from Drew Barrymore. I love her. I know, right? I think happiness is what makes you pretty. Period. Happy people are beautiful. They become like a mirror and they reflect that happiness. So, try to find more happiness out there, you guys. Try to be a little a little more happy about what you can. Well, don't worry. Alright, guys. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week. Yeah. yeah? We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. was a Titan Gas episode.